Thank you for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson, produced by Surefire Local. Over 50,000 people have listened to Mark's podcast series specifically for home improvement businesses. You can subscribe to this podcast on any mobile phone using iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to really help you take your business to the next level. It's designed to give you an opportunity to reflect and think about your business, not just do the business. This podcast series is supported by many in the industry, including the National Association of the Remodeling Industry, as well as Professional Remodeler Magazine, and is produced by Surefire Local. Today, in my opening remarks, I want to talk a little bit about kind of a topic that's You know, certainly an obvious one out there, but I think it's not one that I find in working with many remodeling leaders that not enough time and energy, I think, today is going to this. We're moving along so fast and furious, we just don't spend enough time thinking about things as opposed to doing things. And the topic today that I want to touch on is the whole topic of questions and asking yourself the right questions. You know, if you think about it, if you go to a therapist or a marriage counselor or an attorney or an accountant, a big, big part of what they're doing is asking you questions so that you can actually think about and reflect on subjects and ultimately come up with the best answers. So I've jotted down a series of questions that I would encourage you to to think about and also ask yourself. It's been said, if you don't know the answer, at least know the question. And I think that's so true because that's obviously where the answers are going to come from by asking more questions. So the first one, and these are questions I oftentimes ask myself as well, and that is, why am I doing this? Why are you doing it in terms of at a thousand foot level, the business? Why are you doing it in terms of of that a particular project, and why are you doing the particular activity? I think if you can just spend some time kind of jotting down the reasons why you're doing certain things, what you will be able to do is discriminate more and really be able to focus on the right things at the right time. You know, oftentimes I think that question why is probably one of the more important ones, and those businesses and those owners that have a really, really strong why, before they have all of the how and the what followed behind it, I think are the most successful. The second is, why should I do it now? You know, again, if you're juggling many, many balls, you need to pace yourself and why you should do it now. Just because you're saying you should do something now or someone is asking you to do it now may not be the right reason to be able to do it now. I oftentimes, when I'm thinking about this subject, I will jot down certainly the ultimate goal, but really focus on what of that goal needs to be accomplished now. It may be that I just jot down an outline now and then follow up tomorrow or next week in terms of getting into the details and actually doing it. But I think understanding why you should do it now, again, is another important question. The third question I oftentimes will ask myself, especially as I'm kind of reflecting on a, a, a fairly full day or a full week, is, is there a better way to do it? 
If you really drill into the amount of time and energy into the different kinds of things you're doing and really question, is there a better way to do it? A better way to do it might be a different either technique, but it also might be delegating something to someone else so that you can invest the time kind of, again, working on the business, not just always in the trenches of the business. By reflecting on this, I think you will take your game to the next level. The next question, number four, that I had on my list is, is my stock rising? Now, oftentimes, if you ask questions to yourself that are a little bit more visual, a little bit more graphic, you know, oftentimes when it comes to investments, and people are certainly your greatest investment, and you're certainly the greatest person of that investment kind of formula. And if you think about, is your stock rising? You know, go back and think about where you were a year ago, where you were six months ago. Where are you now? It's not so much a question, are you in a great place? Are you in a good place? It's more a question, is the stock improving and rising? I oftentimes will ask that when it comes to individual team members as well. Is their stock rising? Because at the end of the day, if the business is growing, one of the challenges that we oftentimes run into is the gap between the leaders in the business and then the, the next in line. And if there, that gap continues to increase as the business, business grows, it could be a, a real challenge. Number five on my questions list that you should be thinking about yourself is, how can I help someone today? You know, the reality of helping someone or giving, you're going to get. You're going to get better as a result of it. And if you ask yourself that question, you're going to find either different individuals, different companies, different clients, different things out there that really pop up. And it might be a simple note that you send them for encouragement, or it might be really drilling in and giving them more resources to really help, uh, help even further. Number six is who can help you. You know, the reality is we all need a coach. We all need advisors. We all need those sages that we can get help from. You know, I know sometimes it's your family member. Other times it's just a trusted advisor or friend, or it might be one of your team members. But I think by asking who can help you, you will, in fact, be able to seek that right level of help and be better. And number seven question I want you to be thinking about is, are you on track with your goals? Now, being on track with your goals is like driving, let's say, on a, on a journey. And as you're driving along, I mean, you have to make sure that you stay in the lanes. You need to stay, I think, on the roads to get there. And I think oftentimes, by not monitoring those goals, you're going to fall short and not hit the goals that you want to achieve. So by asking yourself, am I on track with the goals? Now, it's key whatever those goals are, for them to be well-defined and certainly be uh, a, a very specific number. I oftentimes, when I'm working and coaching with folks, I ask them, what are your top three priorities over the coming month or two? And if you can articulate those top three priorities for yourself, they can translate certainly into those goals that, and specific metrics that are measurable that you have to hit and the likelihood of you getting there is much greater. So again, we have a thought leader interview coming up here shortly, so I want you to stay tuned for that. But again, I want to just kind of summarize, and that is, it's important that you take some time to think. It's important to take some time 
in that thought process to ask yourself really, really good questions. And when you ask those questions, mysteriously, I think those answers or that clarity in those answers is really going to come to mind. So again, thank everybody for listening to this podcast series and make sure that you subscribe to it. It's free so you can subscribe so that these particular messages come to you on a regular basis. Take care, everyone. I want to thank everybody for listening to Remodeling Mastery, but just as much I want to thank those that support this particular series. Now, first and foremost, I want to encourage you not just to listen, but to subscribe. And for those people that subscribe to this podcast or actually reach out to my producers, Surefire, a leading digital marketing organization, you'll actually receive a copy of one of my books that will help you take your business to the next level. This podcast series is actually supported by Professional Remodeler. Professional Remodeler is committed to help you understand and crack the code on your business. So I encourage you to try to spend the time reading the magazine and reach out to them and be a little bit more of a voice in the industry. I also encourage you to get involved, get engaged. The National Association of Remodeling Industry, NERI, is a wonderful organization that I've been involved with with most of my career and actually had so many opportunities as a result of that. And lastly, certainly, reach out to my friends at Surefire Local that'll be able to help you with your business. Welcome back to Remodeling Mastery. I'm your host, and this is the segment that I actually look forward to the most. It's when I bring in a thought leader and industry expert to have a bit of a conversation about kind of what's happening out there or some insight that can help you just have a little bit more clarity, kind of take your lens and put it more into focus as you look forward in your business. So today uh, is Erica Taylor. She's the director of content with our magazine that certainly supports this that I'm very, very high on certainly and participate in is Professional Remodeler. And, you know, Erica today is, uh, you know, not only kind of bouncing around the country and putting her ear to the ground and listening to different things going on out there, but she's been kind enough to come on to Remodeling Mastery and share a few of those insights. So, Erica, welcome. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Great, great. So, what we oftentimes do that, that uh, certainly uh, the listeners that subscribe and, and uh, oftentimes listen to this particular podcast series know is that Erica has been a great source for us. So, Erica, you know, I asked, you know, before the broadcast for you to you know, maybe just jot down three things that immediately come to mind that you're seeing out there. So let's start with the first. What's the first thing that you're seeing out there? So the first thing I'm seeing has to do with private equity companies, uh, increasing investment into the remodeling space, whether it's home in, on the home improvement side or on the design build side. And it's interesting that this was sort of starting to go on before the recession. And then, of course, we saw, you know, a big drop off of all types of investment activity. And now I'm seeing it really aggressively start to pick up again. There's numerous examples. Sometimes a private equity company may do an out-and-out -out acquisition of a remodeling company or a supplier of two remodelers. And sometimes a private equity company may assist uh, another company in doing an acquisition, such as recently, the most recent case I can think of was the statewide 
acquisition of statewide remodeling by Florida Home Improvement Associates, which was happened in partnership with your capital management. So I think it's a sign that people with a lot of money to invest are seeing the industry as a really good place to get the ROI that they want, and I see it as a really positive sign uh, for all of us, frankly. Yeah, and I think that uh, I am also seeing that, Eric, as well. But what's interesting is is that you, I think, have touched on, it's certainly an industry thing, but it's also, you know, why. And, you know, this is an industry that has grown to be, you know, over a $400 billion industry. And the reality is, you know, investments out there uh, in terms of interest rates being so low or relatively low returns where, I think there's a, at least an appreciation of the equity community that, you know, you can see very good returns. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you really have to have your business buttoned up uh, if, if these equity groups are going to be especially interested. So uh, uh, excellent point. I'm seeing that too. And I think just if not anything else, you know, being aware and I always am very respectful of those businesses out there that are kind of whether they want to sell or have equity come in, they're at least positioning themselves to be able to be able to do that. I, I agree. And I think one of the keys to that, as you mentioned, is being buttoned up and planning for something like that very, very far in advance. You, you really have to have your ducks in a row. I totally agree. Good. Let's talk about number two. So number two is uh, related but different. It's franchising. So Franchising is nothing new in the remodeling community, again, both on the home improvement side and less so on the design-build side, but you still see it. Uh, what I'm seeing is increased activity both in companies that want to start franchising as well as individual remodelers that I talk with that are considering becoming a franchisee. And I've just recently, I spoke with two different remodelers on two different days, independently of each other, who brought it up to me, like, hey, you know, I'm considering this. It would be nice to have, um, you know, my, my marketing and, and my, my various types of management systems consolidated and just easier to work with. So I think that there's a number of very well-known franchise companies that have seen a lot of success recently, and I do not see that tailing off anytime soon. Yeah, I, I would also concur with that. I, I think that the whole franchise community and having been involved with it personally for many, many years, it's, it's very interesting uh, and, and certainly worth pursuing if, if that's of interest. So what's number three today? So number three is taking a turn in a totally different direction, which is social media. Uh, what I'm noticing is that, of course, Facebook continues to be the dominant presence. And absolutely, everybody has a very, very robust plan that they're implementing on Facebook, successful remodelers. But I'm seeing Instagram continuing to make inroads into Facebook's dominance, which I'm sure that folks over at Facebook don't mind since it's owned by the, they're owned by the same entity. However, I'm seeing, uh, I spoke with one remodeler recently who said, you know, we're really backing away from Facebook and putting more into Instagram. And I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that, I, that trend happening with more and more people where they're like, we're still on Facebook, but we feel that Instagram is where more of our customers are going to look for ideas and to look for sort of where they might, companies that they might want to do business with. 
was interesting. You know, one of the things, too, Erica, that was interesting, and that was that uh, one of the speakers at the Extreme Sales Summit was talking about how LinkedIn is not only a strong kind of B2B type of uh, certainly social media outlet, but it's also one that, you know, that connects back to consumers as well. Do you have an, an opinion or certainly anything as it relates to LinkedIn? So I believe that LinkedIn, it's, it's really important to have a presence on LinkedIn as a remodeler. And I think it adds an air of legitimacy and it's free and it adds an extra uh, uh, way that you can reach out to people. But I think in terms of gaining leads and gaining possible homeowner clientele, it would be perhaps there's nothing that replaces the images on Instagram. It's just the, those very, very powerful, beautiful photography, I think is uh, not, not, there's just no replacement for that. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, listen, Erica, this has been great. Uh, I, I very much appreciate you regularly coming on Remodeling Mastery and sharing some of these insights. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd also encourage our listeners to, uh, you know, reach out to Erica Taylor. Uh, and she's with the Professional Remodeler Group. And if you have any stories or insights that you can certainly share, she's kind of a magnet for, I think, good ones out there, as well as Certainly the professional remodeler is, is this amazing source of, you know, business insights, I think, is, is terrific as well. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It was nice talking with you. If you liked what you've heard, take a moment to subscribe to Remodeling Mastery on your phone using your favorite podcast app. It's available in all the major apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and post in the comments what you learned and any questions you have for Mark, and he may answer them on an upcoming episode. Thank you again for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson. Mm-hmm.